Hey guys, how are you? It's Pastor Lenny, and uh, <clears throat> saying good morning to you. I am so excited to be with you, and uh, I want to begin as I always do. I never want to forget to tell you all how much I love you and how much I appreciate you. And uh, Lori, I speak for Lori also. Um, I wish he was here. I always like it better, love it better, enjoy it better when she's with me. But I know she's watching. I'm waiting for her name to show up on the screen. And uh, but anyway, we love you. Thank you for all you do for us. You encourage us. You, you lift us up. You, you pray for us. And thank you for your financial gifts and your financial offerings. You all mean so very much to us. Uh, so yesterday, I guess I started to talk on stepping into the new. But not only stepping into the new, staying in the new. Staying in the new. And... Uh, so many times we enter and we're so excited to be in the new, to, to live in the, uh, the gospel, the, the covenant, the gospel, the covenant of grace. And uh, we become, become so excited with a feel, feeling of, of freedom. You know, this is no longer up to me. This is no longer up to what I do. This is no longer up to, you know, how I am performing. This is, wow, I'm out of the equation. It's Jesus and my believing in him. That's the only part, you know, that's on that side of the equation. It's Jesus and my believing in him equals everything. It's not Jesus plus my work or Jesus plus my effort. And um, I was talking to Lori about this later on as, as we were driving, you know, we were going shopping together. And we were talking about, you know, self-righteous, the do-it-yourself system where man continues to let us think or make us think or, and you know what, in sincerity, you know, that now we have a responsibility or now, you know, we have um, to make certain kinds of efforts and, oh, yeah, but you'll have his grace. No, no. You know, it's it's all about Jesus. We, we talked about Galatians chapter 2 and verse 21. You know, we all know the verse before it, verse 20, for I was crucified with Christ. We all love to preach that, right? And it's no longer I who live, but Christ who liveth in me. See, see, Christ is living in me, and Christ is doing the living. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave his life for me. So, we know verse 20, but... We 
don't always look to verse 21. And verse 21 has never changed and it never will changed, change. And verse 21 of Galatians chapter 2 says, listen, if right standing before God, if righteousness, right, the innocence and blamelessness and holiness, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, if righteousness, if righteousness comes through law-keeping or through self-effort. Think about this. Then Jesus Christ died for no reason at all. He came for no reason at all. He was whipped and beaten and bloodied and battered for no reason at all. He was nailed to a tree for no reason at all. Think about that. Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. And it never changes. It's all about Jesus. God provided the sacrifice. The last and final sacrifice. God made the last and final offering that finally and forever takes away sin takes it away, removes it and takes it away. It's gone so that there's no longer a remembrance of it. That's, that's God's intent. That's the gospel's intent. And that's why he says, and your sins and iniquities, know this, I'll remember them no more. And in verse 14 of chapter 10 in Hebrews, by one sacrifice, he perfected forever those he sanctified. So, we have to stay in the new and live in the new. And when we hear messages of mixture, our ear gates need to be trained to close, to close. And you know, people that don't understand the true grace message believe that we're saying, oh no, you can live any way you want. No. Because the true grace message means we died. And we were raised in newness of life, united to Jesus, one with him, one with him in righteousness. And, and, and now, sin, well, we're victorious over sin. We've died to it. It, it no longer has dominion over us because we're not under the law, we're under grace. And now, we're led by the Spirit, and we live unto righteousness. This is the true message of the gospel of grace. It's all about God. It's all about Jesus. And it's all about the Holy Spirit. You're his child, which means you're led by the Spirit. You're led by him. It's in Christ. Acts chapter 17, verse 28. It's in Christ. In the Spirit of God. In the Holy Spirit of God. Jesus I live, breathe, move, and have my being. See, it's when you embrace that, then that power that's within you, which is Christ, the anointed and the anointed one, it takes over. And it will never, ever lead you to sin. But it's never by your acts of righteousness. Never. But by his mercy. And that's in Titus chapter 3. Verses 3 through 7. 
beautiful portion of scripture. So we talked about stepping into new, into the new. And we talked about recognizing the difference between the old covenant, the old and the new. How everything in the old is pointing toward the third day, Resurrection Sunday. That's when newness of life came into being and, and true righteousness came into being. And everything after points back to that day, that day when we were enfolded into Christ, where we died with him, where we died to sin with him, where, where we were buried with him and so were our sins and sicknesses and diseases. And then we were raised with him, the newness of life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Resurrection life, righteous life, a life of righteousness, true righteousness and true holiness. Our true new nature. Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. And so we started giving examples because you need to know. You need to know. And we talked about David. David, where we always used to sing his song, Created Me a Clean Heart. But God placed within us at born again a new heart. Cast me not away from your presence. Remove not thy Holy Spirit from me. No. We know now. He'll never leave us or forsake us. And you see, what you need to understand is if you turn to Romans chapter 4 and just look at verses 6 and 7, it speaks about David, how David looked forward prophetically to our day, to our day when we would be declared righteous and God no longer would count sins against us, sins and iniquities he would remember no more. David prophetically looked forward to our day and we look back and we want to embrace what David said and what David shared from his day. And remember, David was not born again or not born anew. He was of the fallen nature. He was not a new creation. We're so much superior to that old man, to the old nature, to the old, the old, uh, the old order. And David looked forward to our day. So that was an example. And then we gave an example from Isaiah, uh, I believe it was chapter 55, because we always, we'll, we'll read Isaiah, and we'll read where it says, you know, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways, and his ways are so much higher than our ways, and, you know, God will do what God will do. No one knows his ways. No one knows his thoughts, you know. So we get that from Isaiah chapter 55. And, um, you know, I believe verses, uh, verses 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. All right? For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So people will quote that as if they don't have understanding now. But 
I want you to know something. It's changed. It's changed. And how and why? At born again. John chapter 14, verse 26. Jesus tells us that when the Holy Spirit comes, when the Holy Spirit comes and he has come and he's living in each and every one of us, he will teach us all things. He will teach us all things. And he will bring back all those things to our remembrance. You know, I don't know how I remember, you know, all the scriptures that I do. I don't seek to memorize them. But yet, they're there and I can call them up. That's the Holy Spirit. And that's powerful, especially today when we have 30 translations and, and one translation is different than the other. I, I'm telling you, the Word of God is inspired. But translations have the, man, the hand of man in them. And they don't, they're not always speaking what, what was really intended. And that's why your number one go-to is the Holy Spirit. He will teach us all things. He, it, you allow him, you know, when you have the right grace filters in mind, great fil grace filters in heart, you know, I am, I can, I have. And it's all through faith in Jesus Christ, not by works of righteousness, you know, but by the mercy of God, I've been saved, saved, saved. He will lead you into all truth. He will send off signals and bells if you allow him to and you listen for them. And then he'll bring back the things to remembrance that he wants you to remember and he wants you to know. In John 15, 26, it says he's the spirit of truth. He's the Holy Spirit of truth. And he will always testify of Jesus. Testify of truth. Testify of grace. The law came by Moses. Grace, truth came by Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit will always testify of that. In John chapter 16, verse 7, this is where Jesus said, it's important that I go. It's important that I leave. Because you see, right now, I can only be in one place at one time. But we will release the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. And he will be with you. And he will be in you. Wow. Wow. And that Holy Spirit is amazing and he's awesome. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. The person in the Godhead, the Holy Spirit who represents Jesus Christ, represents the Father, represents all that they are. He's living in us. And he does amazing things because he is amazing. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. Hallelujah. And we can read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 all of the giftings that come with the Holy Spirit. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, supernatural healings, Manifestation of miracles, tongues and interpretations, messages from, within, from, from with, with his heavenly language, prophetic words. The Holy Spirit is here for us. And you know, I started talking from this portion of scripture yesterday, and I'm going to read it again today. Because this is the new 
that we need to step into and stay into and remain into. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll start with verse 6. However, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritually mature. See, the spiritually mature don't say, well, his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts because the spiritually mature know. They can know God's thoughts and they can know God's ways. You see, Jesus said, I can only do what I see my father doing. And I, know, I can only say what I hear my father speaking and saying. You think that Jesus just said that for his own good? No. We could step into that position. But it's all here in the soul. We have to believe it and we can achieve it. It's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is his secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. So you see what this is saying here. It was hidden. It was hidden. His secret plan is hidden. Yes, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Because before Christ came, they were hidden. His thoughts, his ways, they were hidden in types, in shadows, in prophecies. Destined before the ages, his secret plan to bring us into glory. And when Christ came, he ushered us into that glory. Verse 8, none of the rulers of this present world understood it. For if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. This is why the scripture says, things never discovered or heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. So there, it's explaining the old. How it was hidden. How his fullness of thinking or his thoughts were not all known. Because this is telling us, if it was all revealed... And the rulers would have known and they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. So that's why the secrets, that's why the types and shadows, because Christ had to die. But you see, now it's not a secret. Now it's been revealed. Now we know. Now we know God's thoughts and we know God's ways. This is what this is saying. Step into the new. Step into the new. But God now reveals these profound realities to us by his spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his innermost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. So here it is. He's telling us, Paul is telling us, the spirit of God knows all of God's thinking. 
knows the heart of God, knows the ways of God. Now look what he goes on to tell us. For we did not receive the spirit of this world system, but we received the spirit of God so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. Isn't that beautiful? The Holy Spirit is here to reveal to us, to show us all that grace has lavished upon us. A reference for that is Romans chapter 8, verse 32. How would God not freely give us all things? How would he not? He's given us his son, and with his son freely comes all things. The gift of his son accompanied by the free gift of all things. And he, he further confirms this in, in Romans chapter 5, verse 17, where he says, we have received the abundance of grace and the gifting of righteousness so that we can rule and reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. And it goes on to say, and we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. This Holy Spirit within us reveals to us all that God has for us, all that God has, has in store to be lavished upon us from within us through faith, through believing in Jesus Christ. And it all takes renewing of our minds, the right believing, the right belief system, the knowing of the right covenant that we're in, the power of the gospel, that, that's our gospel now. That's why, it's Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to all who believe. 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 That's the only part of the equation with Jesus. It's Jesus and believe and believe in it. And it's everything. But no works. No works. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit for they make no sense to him. You know what? True grace makes no sense to the religious. Because think about it. Outside of the gospel of Christ, this, this gospel that Paul is preaching, where it's not by works of righteousness, not by works of righteousness, not by works of righteousness, but by his mercy, he saved us. You think about every other man-made religion. It's all about Working and doing. Working and doing. You know? Think about the, the religious order who has to, you know, go and make efforts, you know, and knocking on doors and knocking on doors and knocking on doors. Think about the religious order who have to go on two-year two missionary crusades, you know, and then come back. I mean, think about, you know, even within our own networks of those that believe there's a responsibility, but there's an effort that has to be made, but there's, there's, there's things that you have to do. Man has within them this belief or this, 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 this thinking that they have to do something, you know, to appease God. But Jesus Christ was sent by the Father 
Jesus Christ was the Father's sacrifice and offering that totally appeased God and pleased God. And the only thing we can do is believe and accept that offering and that sacrifice. And that instantly, instantly makes us righteous and holy. And all the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. It's believing. But religion can't grab a hold of that because they still have a work mentality. Not by works of righteousness. Not by works of righteousness. But by the mercy of God. For by grace are we saved through faith. It's a gift of God. Not of ourselves. Not of our workings. Lest we should boast. Never. We can never boast before God. All that we have. All that we are. All that we can do. It's purely giftings from God. Because of faith in Jesus Christ. And the more you come into the reality of what God has provided for us and done for us through the gifting of his son and what great love it was, it will rebound and reflex into a greater love for God than you've ever, ever had. And so it goes on to say, someone living in, on an entirely human level rejects the revelation of God's spirit. For they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. Remember Jesus said, He will testify of me. Truth leads you into truth. Grace, truth. The law came by Moses. Grace, truth came by Jesus Christ. Paul, study to show yourself approved, Timothy. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Jesus, grace, we've covered that before. So consistent, Paul is so consistent. Those who live in the spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one, no one but God. And we know that God, when he scrutinizes us, right, examines us, he sees Jesus. And look how it ends. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Remember Isaiah? Back then, no one knew. But now, look what it says. But Christ knows. Christ knows. The Spirit knows. And we possess all of Christ's perceptions. That's amazing. This is an amazing covenant. This is an amazing gospel. This is an amazing new life that we have, that we can experience in Christ if we believe right. If we believe right. So we're probably going to talk a little bit more tomorrow about stepping into the new. Stepping into the new because that's what we're all about. New life ministry. We're about our new creation realities. You know, the newness of life in Christ Jesus. Jesus, resurrection life, the truth of who we really are, the truth of, of what God really knows about us. And you know, before we go, I just want to give, I want to give the Holy Spirit another shout out. You know, as Lori and I were teaching yesterday, or as we were speaking yesterday, we were talking about how God reveals and how God makes known, makes known and, and God's Holy Spirit. 
And God's Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, oh, we love you, Holy Spirit. He's revealing things to Lori and I. And we're, we're receiving them. But you know, if you were listening to the entire message yesterday, you heard at the end of the broadcast, the phone ring, and I quickly turned it off. But as soon as the broadcast was over, you know, I called back that person. I was just, you know, felt the impression inside me to call back that person. And the person I called is from, uh, I believe, Pennsylvania. And she said, you know, uh, Pastor Lenny, I don't know if you have time, but... And she wasn't zeroing in on our broadcast, broadcast at that time. And she said... But I don't know if you have time, but the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and, and, and told me to call you. And, uh, you know, he wanted me to deliver a message to you. And I said, Sister, the Holy Spirit spoke to you. I have the time. And so what happened was she began to sing. She began to sing in tongues. And it was the most beautiful and the most lovely message and messaging and voice and, and, and singing I've ever heard. And then when it was done, when she was done, the Holy Spirit was done with that part. She said, well, now I'll give you the interpretations. And it's what Lori and I have been told, what we've received, what we've been believing. And I just want to share it with you because it's just so powerful. And this is what she said through her song, what the Holy Spirit said. And for those of you that follow our ministry, you're going to appreciate this and you're going to rejoice with me. I know it. And for those that just log on for a minute or two, that are, they're not even at this point. But she said, the Holy Spirit said through her, I am with you, my precious son. You mean the world to me. Keep up the good work. I am proud of you. You've come so far. I am so pleased with you. Joyful. Joyful. You've remained joyful. And you've rejoiced in your trials. You did good. I am releasing to you and within you a greater capacity. An increased capacity. Expect a harvest. Psalm 1, 26 verses 5 and 6. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Regarding leadership, I am raising you up. You have proven to be worthy and faithful. And she quoted 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. And then she told me of, of three visions that she saw. First, she saw a picture of a mountain. And the blasting of that mountain with diamond, dynamite to make roadways. But she said the dynamite was replaced by me swinging at the mountain and punching through it like the blasting of dynamite and making straight roads for people to follow. She also saw a road that depicted the road that was likened unto the yellow brick road where people were following it. But it was leading them to the false wizard, the false message. And that, that message was being exposed 
and I was bringing forth the truth. And then she saw rivers of water, just like in Psalm 23. He leads beside still waters. The rivers of living water that will be flowing from me will be enveloping, enveloping people around me like a flood. He's going to be pouring forth his spirit upon all mankind. Get ready for its coming. Right after Lori and I spoke about the Holy Spirit, you talk about timing. Listen, guys, I love you so much. And I believe this message is right from God himself, right from the Holy Spirit. You know, stick with us. You know, we're going to teach you and, 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 and train you. Holy Spirit is through us and, 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 and raise you up. To, to fully embrace your new creation realities, your true new creation realities, the true new you. And uh, remember, I love you. And this is the, the season for giving thanks. I can't wait. Just a couple more days, we'll be flying down to Tampa where we'll be spending the uh, Thanksgiving holidays. And uh, this Sunday at 10 a.m., we'll be giving a, a message of thanksgiving Thanksgiving, giving thanks. So if you're in the area, uh, 10 o'clock Sunday, come on out and join us. This is Pastor Lenny saying we'll see you tomorrow, and uh, Lori will be with, we will be with me. We love you.